points in the health system. Welcome to the Tippis Podcast. The Tippis Climate tipping is a worrying concept. After a climate system has passed the tipping point, it is committed to a sudden change, like a ball rolling over an edge, committed to a fall that cannot be reversed. It turns out, however, that climate tipping can actually sometimes be reversed. For example, temperatures that kick climate systems into the tipping process can be overshot if they are lowered quickly after the tipping point was passed. The situation is somewhat like what we see in cartoons where someone might have run over the edge of a cliff, hangs in the air and still has time to turn back into safety. Paul Ritchie of the University of Exeter, England, you've studied this kind of situation and you have identified a pattern that explains why a climate tipping process can sometimes be rolled back. Would you mind explaining this in more detail? Yeah, so the conventional assumption with tipping points is that once you force your system beyond a critical threshold, then that system will uh, facilitate into tipping and transition to an alternative state. But this relies on a key assumption that we have a, a clear separation of timescales between the timescale of the forcing, which is assumed to be quite slow, whereas the timescale of the system is assumed to be much faster. But when we think of the current rates of anthropogenic climate change and also some of the slower tipping elements of the climate system, such as the ice sheets, there might not be this clear separation of timescales. And then in this instance, you get very different behavior. Where when you cross the tipping point threshold, you don't see this instantaneous and, and abrupt transition to the alternative state, and instead there's a delay. Okay, so maybe timescales is, I mean, to me that's kind of hard to conceptualize or, or see, you know, on my mental screen somehow. It's like, what's the timescale of an ice sheet? What, what would you, how would you explain that? Yeah, so there's many different processes in the climate system and, and they all have very different timescales. So the ice sheet's an example of where we have quite a long timescale where they operate over centuries or even maybe um, millennia. And this is largely because of the sheer volume or size of um, the ice sheets where it takes a long time to trigger them into actually tipping. And so you've got this opportunity where you can actually still do something about it if you um, cross the critical level in the ice sheets. Okay, and the anthropogenic warming that we're seeing right now is on a shorter time scale, so the ice doesn't have time to react, really. Yeah, exactly that. If you force the system quickly, because the ice sheet takes a very long time to react to that forcing, you've got this opportunity where you can actually still pull your system back by reducing the uh, warming quickly such that if you do it quickly enough might not even realize that you were over the edge in the first place. Mm -hmm. But isn't that just because the ice just didn't pass its tipping point? Uh, no because if you were to leave the warming beyond its threshold for centuries or even maybe a millennia the ice sheets will eventually be completely lost uh, due to the melt elevation feedback um, which is where we have warmer temperatures which melt the ice sheets which then lower the altitude of the peak of the um, ice sheets and at these lower altitudes you have higher temperatures and that will 
accelerate this melting of the ice sheets and so eventually they will die away but this takes a very long time to actually occur. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I should say because there's a tractor yeah. moving some gravel close to us that we're sitting outside. We're at the uh, Technical University of Munich because we're attending a, the same conference and we're going to talk about these overshoots, these, uh, this overshooting tipping points. And the overshoot is, so that's the temperature overshoot, right? So we can actually, it's that the ice sheet might tolerate that it's even, that it's warmer than it can actually uh, endure for a longer time, but it can endure it for a short time and return to a stable state. Yes, exactly that. So it will, because of the slow timescales involved with the ice sheets, you can actually force it potentially a reasonable distance past the threshold and as long as you bring your temperature back down quickly enough you can actually yeah restore your system um, without actually losing the ice sheets altogether. How did you look at this what kind of experiments did you do and how did you do that and what did you find actually for different kind of climate systems? So yeah we, I've basically looked at very simple conceptual models um, so I've looked at models used to represent the Greenland ice sheet, also the Amazon rainforest, and the AMOC, which is this ocean circulation current in the Atlantic Ocean, and also the monsoon systems. And what we basically found is how far we can overshoot these thresholds and for how long we can overshoot them. They're largely separated based on the timescales of the system. So the slow onset tipping elements, such as the ice sheets or the um, AMOC, you can actually overshoot their thresholds on the order of centuries or millennia, whereas the Amazon rainforest and the monsoon systems work on much faster timescales, and therefore we can actually only overshoot their particular thresholds for a matter of years or maybe a decade or so. With these elements, it's still quite highly uncertain where these tipping point thresholds are. So obviously, the lower we can keep the temperatures in the first place, the safer we will be. So every tenth degree of warming that we can prevent will obviously matter. Um, and so what this overshoot idea brings is that we have this, if we, if we come to realize that we might be over the edge for especially one of these slow onset tipping elements, we can actually still do something about it by still putting all our efforts into reducing the warming uh, sufficiently quickly that we can actually prevent these elements from tipping. Some analysis have found that three climate system subsystems seem to be approaching tipping points. Well, one is the west central Greenland ice sheet which seems to which shows signs of approaching a tipping point. Nobody knows whether it will do it in 100 years or in 20 years, 20 years or whatever. Uh, another one is the AMOG, as you call, as you said, the uh, this ocean current system that that delivers a huge amount of uh, of heat to the northern uh, hemisphere and essentially is like kind of a central warming system in Europe. It's mm -hmm. it's what keeps Europe much exactly. warmer than it yeah. otherwise would at the same latitude. And um, and the third one is the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Those three systems have, we've already seen signs that they might be nearing a tipping point. That would then be not so much a problem for the Greenland ice sheet or the AMOG, if I follow what you're saying, as it is for the Amazon. Uh, exactly. So these faster uh, tipping elements, such as the Amazon, 
are the particular thresholds that we really cannot afford to cross them because there's really little margin for a safe overshoot. So what we often say is that these faster tipping elements, their critical thresholds sort of define the maximum level at which we can reach in our global warming, uh, whereas the slower tipping elements may define how long we can exceed the one and a half degree level because there is a little bit of margin to overshoot their thresholds and still avoid them from tipping. But obviously the safest thing to do in the first place is just to try and stop the global warming as soon as possible and stay as far away from these critical thresholds as possible because there can be some sort of uh, extreme events that may still kick your system into tipping so um, yeah it's best to try and keep global warming to a minimum as much as possible. So even though this finding might be a bit comforting for me I should not feel comforted. Uh, exactly it's it's a um, important message that to say we still need to reduce our warming as much as possible every tenth of a degree of warming does matter um, but it's just to say that if we were to exceed a critical threshold in something like the ice sheets, there is something we can still do by reversing the warming back down to as low levels as possible. Tips. The TIPIS project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme and a grant agreement number 820970.